The Insulone Podcast is brought to you by Cybionics, an emerging CGM brand that focuses on simplifying how individuals aged 18 and above monitor and control their blood sugar levels. Upon becoming available on the market, the Cybionics GS1 CGM has helped users worldwide navigate the complexities of diabetes management with more confidence and peace of mind. Thanks to Cybionics, now more people are able to view and share their real-time glucose data, receive customizable glucose alarms, and generate full AGP reports, all directly from an intuitive Cybionics app, empowering them with the necessary information to make better decisions about their health. Cybionics combines data accuracy and comfort of wear, which is important to us all, with a feature-rich app. The 14-day scanning-free and calibration-free Cybionics GS1 CGM aims to deliver reliable, seamless diabetes management experiences. For more, check out cybionicscgm.com. How's it going? It's Owen here, and this is a bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast, Redefining Diabetes. Every week, we'll dip back into the episode archive and get you to think and reflect once more about some of the things we've learned from the podcast over the last few years. It could be some diabetic wisdom, advice, a great guest, or even a hypo story. So enjoy this bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast. Throughout school, it was okay. Like, it would be managed. There was a school nurse who knew, like, I could go there if I was having a lower or high blood sugar. Um, there was just a couple of instances, like... Um, my whole maths class was in det- lunchtime detention and I was like I need to go and eat and she wouldn't let me so my mom <laughs> came into school and kicked off and like <laughs> got her in trouble basically because my mom was like Talia needs to eat like she needs to give her insulin your blood sugar was dropping but you, you, yeah. you couldn't leave detention to get get your hypo exactly. treatment exactly yeah um and i had notes like which would excuse me from class and stuff like she was just having none of it she said she said at one point that i was using it to my advantage as well so i think that's why my mom got so angry <laughs> <laughs> Reap, reaping the benefits of diabetes <laughs> i mean there's got to be some perks um well, that's it it's like a, a lifetime get out of jail free card isn't it yeah <laughs> um and then the only other standout moment at school was i was giving my insulin in the dinner hall and my form tutor came up to me and told me that i needed to get some dignity and i should inject elsewhere no way yeah Ooh, Which... how did you respond to that one so if it happened to me like right now or in the past five years I would have definitely had something to say back to him and kind of had the balls to explain like what it is and why we need to inject and like who is he to tell me to get some dignity for injecting something which is literally saving my life but at the time I was like too young like I say didn't really have an understanding of why I was doing all these injections and blood tests and so I just kind of went a little bit shy I walked out of the dinner hall got a bit upset and then again, I rang my mum, who then <laughs> came and kicked off at school. <laughs> <laughs> at least she, she has your back. <laughs> <laughs> she got herself a bit of a reputation at my high school. <laughs> yeah, I'd say it sounds that way. Since then, have you have you had any incidents like that where some idiot comes up to you and says, you know, you can't inject here or go to the bathroom and do that or oh, keep that yeah. under the table? 
Yeah, 100%. Like, being sat in restaurants um, or just being out and about. I've had people accuse me of being a drug addict. Um, I've had people be like, you shouldn't be doing that there. Like, can you go and do that elsewhere in somewhere that's not so public? Like, that kind of thing. It's just Karens of the world, isn't it? Not to offend any mm. parents that are listening. Um <laughs> But, yeah, quite a few times. But, right, like, I will stand on my own two feet now and tell people exactly what's good. Like, I'm confident enough in my knowledge of type one to give them the full breakdown. Mm. I think that's something that a lot of people out there kind of have an issue with, not the people seeing the injection, but the diabetics themselves. I've spoken to loads of diabetics who say, you know, they're shy, embarrassed, ashamed to inject in public. And it all stems from the the stigma that's attached to type two and the fact that they're both called diabetes. So everyone assumes that or tars them with the same brush, I guess, because there's just no education around it growing up as to what it actually is. Well, that's it. And I suppose me and you are good examples of that. It's like we're both, I suppose, experts in, uh-huh. in, in diabetes at this stage. But prior to our diagnosis, well, me anyway, I didn't have a clue what diabetes was. Mm-hmm. Like the first, when I was told I was diabetic, the first thing I thought about was, <laughs> you know, like I can't eat sugar anymore. I can't go out with my friends uh-huh. anymore. So it was that. Yeah. Like we we have that almost ingrained in our minds. I don't know where we pick it up from, but uh-huh. you just automatically assume that diabetes, diabetics can't eat sugar. They can't drink alcohol. Uh-huh. They can't go out. They can't do normal things. You know, uh-huh. they used. It's always. Because we used to be unhealthy, we used to be overweight, we used to have a bad lifestyle. That's just for some reason the stigma which is attached to type one, which annoys me so much. And why, when someone posts a picture of a cake and they're like, it's diabetes on a plate, like that's why I'm so touchy about it because there's people being diagnosed so young, people being born with it, it's still embarrassed to talk about they have this chronic illness, which is crazy. Hmm. I think one of the biggest parts of it is kind of gaining that ability to be confident around it because I often say it's as much a psychological condition as it is a physical one. And if you kind of have that idea in your head that this is something that, you know, you should hide or you should be ashamed of or embarrassed of, that's when issues are going to start arising within your physical management of it. So that's why it's so important to promote that kind of healthy, confident mindset around your diabetes management, because that in itself is an irreplaceable tool. A hundred percent. And the more confident you feel, it increases your ability to manage your blood sugars massively because confidence makes you stressed. Stressed, obviously makes you your blood sugar high and then you can't sleep as well and then you make worse decisions and because you're not as in tune with your body like it all has such a knock-on effect and the first time you're like actually no I've got type 1 diabetes and this is what it is it you've kind of crossed that bridge and it becomes so much easier to do again and again and by informing that one person 
they might then have that same conversation with another person who then has it with another two people and before you know it like you've actually reached a lot more people than you were initially thinking well that's it it's just it's that knock-on effect of informing one person then they know next time diabetes comes up in a conversation for them they'll tell somebody else they'll tell somebody else you know Exactly. exactly and just like you were saying there about how when you're stressed, your your blood sugar is affected. You don't sleep as well when you're stressed. When you don't uh-huh. sleep well, you don't make as good decisions. And it's like everything becomes more complicated and everything impacts your blood sugar. And I remember recently I put up a post on Instagram and I, I was asking people where they see typically their biggest spike throughout the day with their blood sugar. And uh-huh. everyone was saying like dinner time, dawn phenomenon, I get a spike in the morning. Yeah, around my workouts and somebody was like I'm, I've gotten to the stage where I feel as if breathing affects my blood sugar <laughs> amazing <laughs> I mean they're not that's wrong. the way it is thanks for listening to this bite-sized episode of the Insulone podcast and if you want to listen to the full episode you can check it out in the description chat to you soon